Bienvenidos al podcast de Latino Founder Hour. Each week we invite you to spend an in-depth hour with us as we speak with a Latino startup founder from somewhere around the world. Aquí conocerás esas historias de éxito y fracasos, retos personales y lecciones aprendidas. And we have fun. We're live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Tune in at startupradionetwork.com. O en versión podcast después del show. Escucha. Listen. Aprende. Learn. Y emprende. Launch. Buenos días, feliz viernes. Bienvenidos a Latino Founder Hour Podcast, edición 85. ¿Cómo estás? ¿85? ¿No es 86? Perdón, 86, ¿verdad? Ok. Porque ¿Cómo estás, Silvia? fue la semana pasada. Es verdad, gracias por corregirme. Y perdón, pero es viernes y ya. Es muy viernes, primer viernes de octubre. Dios santo. Ya. Ya. Oh ya. my God. Y, y Estamos sabes, en el último trimestre del año. No, eh, eh, espera que te, te, te vas a espantar. Ay, Dios. Con eso, pero faltan 90 días. Cállate. Para terminar esta década. Cállate. A, ayer lo vi en Twitter y dije, joder, desde por si sí estaba yo con el freak out de, de, del Q4 y todo. Y veo eso. Digo, no, me jodas. O sea, otra década. La segunda década de este siglo. Segunda. Pum. Gone. 90 días se para que se acabe esta década y empiece. 2020 las 20, elecciones. 20. Que se viene. Pero ¿Por bueno, qué me das cuerda? Después. Hablaremos de eso después. Hoy le damos la bienvenida. Tenemos aquí en estudio. Eh, siempre nos da mucho gusto tener gente que nos venga a visitar en, en persona. Sí. Y tenemos a, a la doctora Naya Zárate, fundadora de Continuous Solution. ¿Cómo estás, Naya? Thank you Muy for coming bien, again. Gracias. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, it, it's it's been pretty exciting, you know, since mm -hmm. we last spoke with you. You know, there's a lot of changes in your life in in, in the company. Mm -hmm. So, what what are you, you know, for, to the people that haven't heard of the previous podcast a year ago, you know, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, just a quick a recap. recap? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, recap. I am CEO of Continuous Solutions. Continuous Solutions is a research and development firm that uh, develops technology for the future of electrification of vehicles, land crafts, aircrafts, and we work mostly in power and energy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so previously on the show, we spoke about kind of my history, how I yeah. developed the company, um, and that was done through basically a year out of my grad school career, um, started Continuous Solutions with a business partner, and... Yeah, since then, I've split from the business partner, so I'm 100% owner, Okay. Um, which has been very recent in the last two months, and it's a huge, huge change. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, huge look at change. Her, look, just look at your grin. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a bittersweet. Um, I think that having a business partner is a very... Um, helpful in the sense that you can bounce ideas off of each other and you can work together. A lot of magic can form mm -hmm. with a partnership. Um, but then, you know, having, and that's with a healthy partnership, sometimes those partnerships don't go as planned and you need to part ways. Yeah. And so we parted ways and here I am. At first it was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my entire life, but... Uh, I mean, it's scary to have that conversation, doesn't it? When it reaches that boil point so like okay mm -hmm. so yeah. i don't know how i don't know how was it being free because I, i actually went through a similar experience but very amicable mm -hmm. uh my co-founder that when we started click we we said hey you know if you can't leave your job if you can be you know 100 and this is going to take longer than we anticipated mm -hmm. then we need those shares back 
Otherwise, yeah. we, you know, otherwise this is dead or, you know, and they're like, no, okay, let's do it. Uh, so he kept a very, very minimal participation. He's still, you know, uh, on our board. But, um, but yeah, it was a difficult uh, conversation because I, honestly, before I, I was going to have it, I didn't know how that was going to go. It could have mm-hmm. gone either way. I mean, it went, yeah, it was like, oh, okay, that was easy. Mm-hmm. But it could have gone the other way. And, and I didn't know. I didn't have any indication of one way or another. It was a complete coin toss at that point. Yeah, yeah. It, it always is such a, um, you know, people are so unpredict- unpredictable. You can know them yeah. for a lifetime, and yet they can still have their triggers and emotional reactions in all mm-hmm. sorts of ways. So just preparing <clears throat> for any type of reaction in a difficult conversation is so important. And to keep an open mind, to be in a calm place yourself, to have that conversation mm-hmm. is really important. Um, so, yeah, this... This parting of ways took a little bit of time. I think it took about probably about a year. Oh, wow. Uh, so, so it was a long process. Whoa. It was a long process. Yeah. That's it was, a long time for a breakup. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, I think that there, you know, this this business is complex and it was started just by by us so you think that only us can do it. And with that mentality, it's very difficult to figure out who is going to replace that person? Okay. Do I need to replace that person? How is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. And um, it was a yeah, it was a very very stressful Stop. period. <laughs> <laughs> but I've made it through. We persisted. Um, that happened August first okay, of this of year, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but now it's yeah. now it's done. You mm-hmm. seem refreshed, and we saw you in a, at, at an event a couple. You, you spoke at an event a couple of weeks ago, yeah. And that's when, you, yes. yeah, I was like, okay, you know, so you, you seem refreshed. I'm like, oh my god, you know, so so ready to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Uh, yeah, destroy me when I I thought it would destroy me. Really? I, yeah. I mean, it was that. It was that bad. Oh, I mean, I I think that there is a. St- you know, there always is a little bit of insecurity mm-hmm. and um, low self-esteem that lingers within me as a human being. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I definitely thought that this could be the demise of my entrepreneurial career in the worst case scenario. And mm-hmm. then how do I plan for that? Um, but it wasn't. And all of my, you know, all of my colleagues and my business partners rallied for my success and for well, the success of the company. So, yeah. so in many ways, this was like the anticipation is worse than the actual thing. Like another, yeah. in many ways, in many things in life that we anticipate something is going to be absolutely horrible. And then you experience it and you're like, oh, oh that wasn't this, that bad. It wasn't <laughs> as yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. And or maybe you were not giving yourself the credit that you deserve about the resiliency that you've built up and how how much you've grown through mm-hmm. this entrepreneurship journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now you should feel like 200% better because you <laughs> survived it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I can yeah. read this whole thing Thanks. in so many different ways that are positive. Obviously, it was a bad... I mean, yeah. nobody wants to go through a breakup, a romantic breakup or a business breakup or a friendship breakup. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it happened. it happened and you're here and you're glowing... Oh, thank you. Just proves what a badass yeah. you are. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you. your business partners and, like you said, your customers rallied behind you to give you support. So And I said, it's going to be okay. We'll, I think we'll make it's, it through, yeah. It's yeah, we always when do. you're doubting yourself, because we all have that itty-bitty shitty committee inside of our heads mm-hmm. to give us insecurity in every single aspect of our lives. And I think you should go back to this point, this August 1st date and be like, you know what? I did this. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 good, and so next time that you are afraid of encountering something, yeah, just remember that. Like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what's ahead. Exactly. Yeah. There'll be, many, there'll oh, be totally. many more. Yeah, definitely. It's not the <laughs> oh, end of the story. Sure. No, it's definitely not the end of the story. And I think that out of all of the all of this, um, you know, it's really a testament to when I'm fearful of a situation, I just run head on towards towards it. it yeah. <laughs> And yes, I get, you know, thinking about all of the worst case scenario situations is very helpful mm-hmm. because that exercise allows you to plan for the worst and, um, you know, expect the best, but plan for the worst Yeah, yeah. situation, which, um, yeah, which was very helpful. So um, I have a crash course in, you know, psychology, I would say. <laughs> oh, yeah, those <laughs> are great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so so moving forward, now Continuous Solutions um, is working on setting up a remote office in Boise, Idaho. Oh, wow, okay. Yes. So you're so, expanding now. Yes, we're expanding. and But you'll stay here? Mm-hmm, yeah, so our headquarters are going to be in Portland, Oregon, and then we'll have a, like a remote or satellite office in Boise starting um, November 1st. And we still have our working relationship with Purdue University, which has been going mm-hmm. very well. We have a couple of pilot projects for our um, our products that are going to start soon in three different locations at u- different universities. Okay, is that where you where you did your postgraduate at Purdue? And my um, my yes yes yeah my grad school. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful campus. I've been there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. wonderful, yeah. gorgeous. What were you there for? There was. Um, the SHIP, the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers Conference mm-hmm. in 2013 was in the convention center. And I, we, did, we did an activity at Purdue University involved with, with SHIP. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. 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 They have a big presence on campus mm-hmm. and they have a really, really great Latino community. Shout out to... Ariana, one of my professors there. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> I actually recommended her for this podcast. Um, oh, really? Yeah, she's a fantastic well, human being, yeah. and we, we got to talk to her. Absolutely. Got, what's going on? Yes, I <laughs> we need yet. guests. The, yeah, no, we, 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 we got to talk to her. Okay, Ariana. We're going to talk to Naya after the show today and just get yeah, Ariana's get all the point. <laughs> digits. But yeah. so, so now th- this um, new office in, in Boise, mm-hmm. because you guys do a lot of work with the DOD, the Department of Defense. Is that something mm-hmm. that um, is still going or have you guys pivoted and, and yeah. what you were doing? Um, so, yeah. So we're still working with Department of Defense and mm-hmm. we're moving towards working with um, Department of Energy as well. Okay. And we're also um, cultivating relationships with local um, commercial like the commercial industry and manufacturing. Yeah, and private sector, yeah. And private sector and working with servo motors. Oh, okay. And yeah. Because, you know, just recapping from the previous episode, you mm-hmm. are one of the first Latinas, um, Latina founders that have raised over a million dollars for the startup. 
Mm, yeah. Yeah. Here, yeah. well, and it wasn't through venture capital. First, it was you know through grants and. Yeah. So up until this date, we've raised about four point five million dollars in the past uh, five and a half years. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Make it rain, rain, baby. <laughs> Not, well, I mean, it all goes straight to research, you know, mm-hmm. research, overhead expenses, and directly back into the company. But yeah, yeah I mean, we could say make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> but then we ca- we what is it? Um, rain capturing, and then we put it into <laughs> our into oh, the yeah. system, into yeah. our, and back into yeah. the system. Yeah. Seed cultivation. There exactly. You go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But but now so you know how difficult has it been as a woman and mm-hmm. and person of color you know navigating into that world? Um, it's been uh, what it's like. There's like the good, bad, and ugly. I think we can say <laughs> that is we can such start, an we can start with the good, Yeah. Oh my god! You just gave yourself away with intel. There's the good, bad, and ugly. But I'm really, like, yeah. is that where that came from? I think so. I mean, mm. I don't know, but as a former Intel employee, that is something that is used. Really? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the good. Or do you want the ugly first? No, let's, let's start with the good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the the good is, um, you know, being a woman, being a person of color, there's not many of us in this industry. So in the majority of conferences and um, and like group settings, I stand out, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use it to my advantage. Uh, I don't try to hide or diminish myself at all. I make sure that when people notice me for maybe I'm wearing bright colors because mm-hmm. that's my personality and they comment on it, then I'll use that as a segue into conversation yeah. and business relationship. And it's not a point of me to get um, self-conscious. That's the good. Um She's also very tall, you guys. Yeah. So she stands right. out. So she stands out Even no matter if, what. <laughs> if she were covered in a sheet, yeah. she would stand out. <laughs> I want to also point out that right now, engineer women of color are half of this room. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we, <laughs> Just we got 50% pointing that out. Par- 50% representation. Woo! Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's go. Kudos. As it should be. As yes. it should be, yes. As it should be. Majority of places, it's not like this. But, you know, there's four But I'm much shorter. <laughs> I needed to wear the heels today. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't too smart to get into engineering school. Let's so. let's go to Engineer. point number two. About we went through the good. Yeah. So let's that was go the through good. the bad and the ugly. Wait, but then it's so then this is so it's one hundred percent women engineers in this room. Exactly. One hundred percent of the engineers in this room are, are women. Women. Oh. Yeah. women of color. Oh no no. You, you have yeah. an engineering He's an audio engineer. Well, yeah. of the women engineers. Okay, there you go. Are women of yeah. color. It's still. A, it's still looking good. <laughs> wait, wait. Still All of our statistics balance. are doing really yeah. well. <laughs> Caucasian male engineer is the minority in this room. It is oh, Caucasian's yeah. minority oh, in this go. room. All right. I don't mind. Can you tell I was also in marketing because I'm spinning this every way possible? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh. let's go. I'm Bad getting and ugly. embarrassed. I don't know why. I'm just getting embarrassed right now. <laughs> okay. So, okay. The bad um, and the ugly. Well, I mean, I guess there's a lot of a lot of things that I could say about this, and there's a lot of different scenarios, but I would rather not rehash things that I've already dealt with and processed. Um, there are a lot of assumptions about minorities and uh, proposal winning. Right. So especially with the government, then there's certain comments that I get where I'm like, oh, well, you're a woman and you're, uh, you know, minority. So, of course, you're going to win contracts. Um, and it's it's kind of disappointing because uh-huh. there is very little um, there's a very small amount of minorities running companies 
in the U.S., specifically in research and yeah. development, in technology. And so it's like these broad statements of, well, of course, the government favors you and they're going to give you preferential treatment. Um, it's, it's just ridiculous. I mean, if you take a look at our government, who is it run by? And, exactly. And so pe- but people want to jump on that kind mm-hmm. of um, assumption. So, so if I win, I don't say anything. Mm-hmm. But if I lose, it's because, you know. Yes. I will give you a marriage. I, I will, Yeah. Exactly. It's because of your color. Yeah. 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 So you know, we win a contract, and then, I mean, I I won't say that um, that it's not a factor. I mean, I'm sure it it is factored in. Mm-hmm. Although we have strong writing grant writing um, abilities, and we have a strong technical team, so that is more in the forefront of you know whether or not the DoD is going to sponsor our research. Okay. So that's kind of the, I guess I would call it the ugly, is the assumption mm-hmm. that the government's catering to to women of color <laughs> in technology. And um, the bad would be probably, mm, you know, there's a, there's a lot to prove. There is a lot to prove, and you have to work 10 times harder to gain the same respect as, mm-hmm. as uh, you know, a white male who comes into the room in a technical meeting, especially when you're half their age. So. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that's the, that's the other thing because you're you're also fairly young. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm 33, um, and before when I was on the mm-hmm. program, I was 32. Right. I started this company when I was 27. Um, so, this was. At first, I was like. You know, this doesn't bother me. I'm super mature. I can handle mm-hmm. this. I'm, you know, I'm going to just act in the way that I know how to act and present myself in the way I know how to present myself. When I was in my 20s, though, I think that there was like this severe naivety of um, thinking that if I play the part, then people will take me seriously. But it, there's mm-hmm. this other aspect of, you know, when you're playing this part, people kind of can tell that you're playing a part (laughs) or or like you know maybe humoring you in that way so um so having you know older gentlemen and with lots of power um see me doing like playing this part there you can put yourself in vulnerable positions oh wow okay yeah so i didn't think about that yeah yeah definitely um it happens but then yeah. you have to also know how to deal with it appropriately. So, Well, and it's been demonstrated, and there's all sorts of studies, that <clears throat> white men get a certain set of questions from possible invent- uh, investors, and women get a different set of questions mm-hmm. from possible inv- uh, investors. Yeah. And they're not, yeah, they're condescending questions and questions full of assumptions against women founders. Yeah. Have mm. you have you encountered any of that or Not really. I think um a lot of it's just been very So for instance, one potential investor uh was very excited. He's like, "I want to invest in your company. Let's do this. Um how much do you want?" And I'm thinking to myself, "I don't want any of your money because <laughs> I want to run 100% in my own terms mm-hmm. or on my own terms." Um, but you know, I, I wanted to engage in this conversation because it's a learning experience and just to see what he would ask. 
And um, the, one of the questions that he asked me, he was like 70 years old. And one of the questions that he asked me was, um, do you have any friends that would be available for me to date? And I'm thinking what? to myself, this is not a business appropriate I'm question. I'm sorry. No male founder is going to get that question. Right? No. 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 Wow. Um, super inappropriate, by the way. Super inappropriate, but then also just bewildering. Like, well, I'm not really sure, you know, how do you go about such <laughs> exchange? Yeah, you're, you're here's a funny thing. Uh, 75, yeah. 70, here's the funny 75 thing, years old. And, yeah. Here's what cracks me up. Mm. And I don't know if you agree with me, Naya, but mm. it's like, dude, do you realize that I'm a female engineer? I barely have any friends. girlfriends <laughs> because all my friends are male. And I, I would say this because I would get the same question from other people. In corporate America, like, hey, we have a party. Could you bring some of your friends? And they would not be happy with me when I'm like, all my friends are guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't what, what have any. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm the only female in yeah. staff. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to say? I know. But that, that is yeah. super from a 70 year old yeah. investor. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It was it was inter- it was at the very, very, very beginning of the you know, of my my experience. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that was completely out of line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not only out of line, but I was like, what, what do yeah. you even answer? Like, ew. <laughs> I was just like, mm, uh, I, maybe. I mean, I, I mean, you know, you don't want to be rude and be like, how dare yeah. you ask me that question? Yeah, but then yeah. you also, and then you see like, you know, well, maybe he's lonely and like, uh, maybe I can find somebody. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. like, maybe I can. Maybe I can be a matchmaker. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> We're pivoting now. Yeah. <laughs> now we're matchmaking for rich old white Grandpa guys. Tinder. <laughs> I mean, continuous solutions. That could be applied to anything, yeah. right? It rolls with it. Yeah, it rolls with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, so, but then other than that, not really. I mean, all of, you know, it's been very professional, but I think I have, pe- people have told me in many occasions, wow, you're very intimidating. Um, from like peers uh, mm-hmm. during my research, so perhaps it's the way that I've carried myself in certain situations that I can protect myself from, you know, people being condescending or I just yeah. don't hear it or something. I don't know. Um, I try not to. I try not to let it affect me yeah. if somebody's being condescending and just like, okay, well, maybe he didn't understand what I was saying. Exactly. Yeah, maybe yeah. so. You just roll with it, and, and yeah, yeah, just roll, roll with, past it. with it. Yeah, exactly. Because if I get hung up on any little, you know, slight that someone's gonna throw at me, then how am I gonna move forward? It's yeah. too too much weight that's not my my uh, burden to carry. All right. No. Well, let's make a quick pause just to pay the bills, and we'll we, we'll <laughs> be back in twenty seconds. Don't go. Okay. Today's episode of the Latino Founder Hour is brought to you by Publicize a deconstructed PR subscription service which generates effective visibility for your business. Publicize has broken down PR into a modular setup, keeping quality high and simply charging fees for the targeted PR you require. Check them out at publicize.co and tell them Claudia and Edgar sent you. Today's episode of the Latino Founder Hour is brought to you by CPA Dudes, where accounting is never boring. Their price is not based on time. Instead, customers decide what to pay them. They don't charge you for sending invoices, phone calls, emails, texts, or meetings. They just get the damn job done. Find them at cpadudes.com slash startup radio. 
And we're back. And we're back. Thank you for for following. And um, well, one of the, one of the follow up questions that I have, um, you know, after the break of you know with your co founder, um, what, what's what's the aspect of founding the company that surprised you the most, other than you know m maybe things with the co founder, sure. and, and if, if things have changed from where you started, you initially set out the vision to mm -hmm. be, and I'm like, oh well, now we're thinking about this way. If you can go back in time. Oh, yeah. Um, well, when I initially started the company, I had this very, I would say, grand plan of saving the world, <laughs> as we all do. Um, well, not maybe not saving the world, but, um, you know, helping helping energy efficiency crisis uh, mm -hmm. that we have been seeing and that we're seeing right now pretty severely. So the main goal was how do we reduce our... CO2 emissions, I guess, would be the generali generalization of, mm -hmm. the, of the goal. And, um, and then now, five and a half years later, um, we're really granular. You know, we're, we're developing a specific product that is going to help push forward microgrid systems, for instance. That's one product. We are de we've developed another product that you know, will help push a different type of motor that's not using rare earth metals that mm -hmm. could potentially damage, further damage the earth, right? Um, and so, so just, and I don't know if I understood this. I feel like I did understand this in some way because I told my co-founder at the time when we first started, let's just cast a huge net and see what is needed, mm -hmm. right? So we put it under this whole mission of how do we reduce CO2 emissions or how do we help the energy efficiency, um, you know, movement, mm -hmm. and then let's see where we land. And so, um, so DOD and also other federal agencies that sponsor research and development, sponsor research and development through a program called SBIR, STTR. Mm -hmm. It's Small Business Initiative Research um, Funding. And this is exactly what I was looking for without even knowing it. I made it our mission to move research and development out of academics and into society as fast as possible. One way to do this is through government funding. Okay. Yeah. And so this is the program that does this. And mm -hmm. so I, I urge everybody, if they have done any R&D and they think that they have a really great solution for one of our world's problems, to go to SBIR, STTR website and see if there's a solicitation that could potentially fund your solution. Yeah, because we've gone through the website, you know, after we had, you know, and mm -hmm. there's like every single department. It's broken down by department, you know, agriculture, yeah, yes. energy, DOD, et cetera. So it's for, and it's massive. It's very difficult to navigate. But, I mean, if you, you, you're looking for something very specific, that's where you would go. Like, hey, I'm creating a solution for uh, agriculture. Then you, you go either energy or agriculture. I mean, you can go to actually different departments and see what mm -hmm. uh, what are they called? Um, RFPs are open. Mm -hmm. And we've had other um, podcast yes. guests yeah, who yeah. received an SBIR grant. Shout out to Sara, Sara. Negalin from De Las Mias, yep. specifically developing a platform for health department, yep. uh, Mexican women in the U.S. to lead a healthier lifestyle. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. That she, sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, NSF gives um, 
grants out to open-ended projects. So okay. if you if you don't want to search through all of these different topics and solicitations and RFPs, you can actually go and create your own proposal, submit okay. it to NSF. To the NSF? I believe so, yeah, National oh, wow. Science Foundation. Foundation. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That we yeah. didn't know. So and all this research that, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it here, you know, sometimes we don't have access to those resources. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, l- you know, people of color, or well, I- I'm actually going to include everyone, Just every say, startup founder, yeah, startup founders, regardless, irrespective of color. Mm-hmm. We don't know about these resources, and so it's it's a, the, you know our job, to, you know, hey, l- look, I've done it, she's done it, we've done it, mm-hmm. look it up. This is where where it's at. Yeah, and then if you've been in business for two years or more, and you have records of the company, um, like a success story mm-hmm. that you can kind of draw from uh, from your company that's already going, you can actually apply for a program called 8A. 8A program is for minorities, and um, basically what it does, it's a business program sponsored by the Small Business uh, Administration, Administration. Okay. SBA, and it's a five-year program in which they train you for um, pursuing government contracts as well as other contracts and getting your technology. If you're an SBIR, STTR company or not, you mm-hmm. can also be a construction company. You can be a service company. But how do you connect with those FBOs, which is Federal Business Opportunities? Oh, okay. There's a website called FBO.gov. And FBO.gov is the Federal Business Opportunities uh, official website where you can go and see all of the different opportunities. If you are a small business and want to work with the government, you can go there and see all of the different um, opportunities there for you. Super interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they do have set-asides for uh, minorities and women of color and and also Native Americans as well. Oh, wow. So very specific to... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's a, a certain percentage that is needs to be designated. I think I think there's two people here that are going to be checking that out tonight. Yes. Yes. FBO.org. <laughs> FBO.org, and then um, try to get your business registered as an 8A <coughs> program. Okay. And it's with a, the SBA. With the SBA, yes. Okay. This is a good resources program. to know. Mm-hmm. It uh, will set you up for success. I know that much. Wow. You yeah. graduate when you make five million, I believe. When you make, when, when you make, or when you fund? I think when you make. When, okay. No, 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 when you. When, when you, you have this five million revenue. Yes. Okay. Per so year, I believe. Wow. So it's pretty significant. If you anything under four million and lower, you're considered economically disadvantaged. Oh wow. Oh, I'm very disadvantaged. We are very, we are very, are very economically <laughs> disadvantaged for sure. We all are. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's really, it's really great to know. And then, and then your net worth needs to be, I think, lower than like a quarter of a million. Okay. I believe. Definitely I right now. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Yes. We're, I mean, all, we're all entrepreneurs and everything's tied up into our company. So everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> believe me. <laughs> If I can do my asses on the way, yes, it's not. It's an understatement. Yes, it's yeah. all or nothing. That's it. <laughs> oh, also, Oregon Business has yes. uh, right now. If you want to go for the STTR SBIR mm-hmm. awards, they have a phase zero, which they offer five thousand dollars to companies who are spending time writing these proposals. Oh, wow. And so if you are spending a lot of time writing this proposal, which usually takes about a month, uh-huh. um, they and you you can write to them, um, submit an application, get the $5,000 to 
to sponsor that that writing process. So, so now we're talking about federal and state, um, you know, uh, and and I'm sure every single state has their own, you know, uh, uh, programs. Mm-hmm. Business Oregon has another uh, program that we've used in the past. You know, a couple of our uh, f- co-founder friends have used where it's also about five or ten thousand dollars if you want to go to an international mission or trade show they'll pay for it so if you yes. got to go on a convention and it's free and clear so it, it's a grant so you just it, it's a very easy application all you have to do is be an oregon obviously a business registered business be current with your taxes blah 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 and then you just submit an application hey i want to go to china for this trade show it's particular to me blah 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 boom Here's a month, five or ten thousand. I can't remember. It's ten thousand matching, and they yeah. they pay up to fifty percent of the trip. Okay. So fifty percent, they pay fifty percent of your expenses on the trip up to ten thousand dollars. So you have to spend twenty thousand dollars. They'll spend ten thousand to match that. Uh, I went to Thailand in twenty eighteen mm-hmm. with this with this particular mission or this program. Oh, so you use it? To, yeah, that, I used that, yeah. it. It was a good experience. It was a nice. Um, I would say, yeah, definite, definite experience in being a delegate and representing Oregon mm-hmm. abroad. And then this November, there's a trip to South Korea and Japan. Okay. So I'm not going to the South Korea, and I'm still maybe going to the Jap- Japan portion of the trip. Um, yeah. It's a Kate, Kate Brown, Governor Kate Brown. She's going will to be the, on this trade mission. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like I said, yeah, I know exactly. You know, in, in Texas and even by city, because mm-hmm. one of my dear friends from um, uh, undergrad, she leads the uh, San Antonio Chamber of Commerce or something like that, and no, Economic Development Depart- uh, Department, and they do similar trade missions to Argentina, you know, uh, Europe, and all over the world. So that city. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're talking about local, state, and federal resources that we don't uh, normally, people don't. uh, And the problem with the government is like, well, actually, it shouldn't be the problem. They create these programs, but there's no marketing. There's no way to know unless you know someone that knows it. I mean, you just got to look and you have to search and you have to like pull it all out and no one's going to give you anything for free. And, you know, there's just it's it's too much of a I'm going to pull this word out, but it's like too much of a capitalistic society where everybody's in it for themselves kind of thing. Yeah. And but, you know, we as a collective, when I say we like the people who want to help each other out, who want to do their own thing, need to have this information exchange. And so, yeah. yeah, And but but, you know, we we are in an information society that allows us to access this information. Mm -hmm. We just have to, you know, search for it. Yeah. The information's I, there. I would say Prosper Portland, so local yeah. government, Prosper Portland has been amazing in the sense that, um, you know, they, anytime I call um, Prosper Portland mm-hmm. and I have a specific contact there who I traveled to Thailand with, she is so supportive. Just incredibly supportive. Her name's Pam Neal. Shout out, Pam. And shout out to Pam. She's <laughs> awesome. She also um, nominated me for the inner city capital. Oh, my gosh. I can't, rem- I can't remember the acronym. It's ICCC. And it was started by a Harvard Business School uh, professor. Okay. And it, this is the first year that they're doing it here in Portland. Um, there's about 21 businesses, I think, that are running the program, and the pr- program is running right now. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're all... So it's all, a continuous, yeah. Yeah, so we had a kickoff day in August, and then that runs for, I believe, nine months. Oh, okay. Excuse me. And there's a, a conference in Boston that um, everybody around the nation will go to, but it's really about promoting you know, people of color and women in the business world and giving them access to information from Harvard Business School professors. And we had about four or five professors come and speak to us at the opening event. It was wonderful. Absolutely loved it. I think that the more education we can get around entrepreneurship and around just like running a company, the better. Um, So that was really inspiring. And yeah, what else? So that was local, state, business, Oregon, government, you know, SBIR, FBO. But but like I said, you, you gotta know where to find because it's not easy. It's not like you, you just Google, "Hey, where can I get money, free money?" and, and no. it just magically <laughs> no. appears. I mean, because no. I've navigated those websites, and and you know, again, they're not. Some of them are not very uh, user friendly. User friendly. Yeah. Uh, the SBIR is definitely not user friendly. No, yeah. it's incredibly cumbersome. Uh, but yeah. you know, you gotta spend hours and hours just to mm-hmm. to to know what. First of all, you, you gotta know what you're looking for, and that's not mm-hmm. easy either. No, so it's not. I kind of use the analogy of like when you when you get a, a knot in your hair or you know or and like a bunch of string, yeah. whatever, and you have to like <laughs> take <One> e- <laughs> yes, like it's a very you know very pa- like a lot of patience, a lot of attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Make sure you don't like break any of your hair. Make sure you like don't break any of the I skin. I thought you were going to say just break out the scissors and boom, gone. No, <laughs> I mean you could do that. <laughs> yeah. That's a different approach. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it takes a lot, of, a lot, a lot of patience, attention yeah. to detail, figuring out where you want to go. Also, yeah, and and and, and which doors you know to knock on. Yes. Yeah. Now on yeah. the other side, you know, we, we we've also you, you talk about you know how do we share all this information, but also the information like you, you know you should go there, but also you should not go there, mm-hmm. and that's the things that I you know that we've talked about amongst founders here in Portland. Some of you know some of our colleagues mm-hmm. uh, throughout the U.S. and like you know. Which VCs invest? Which VCs, you know, really just make mm. you want to go through the hoops and loops? So, because ultimately that's wasted time, and that's one of the things that, to me, early on, it was probably our biggest mistake was focusing on trying to raise capital when we didn't have a business, and we wasted. I, I want to say the first year trying to do that. Do you, have you seen the statistics? Yes. And, yeah. And now, it's if I would have seen that then, then I would have said, you know, to my co-founder, let's mm-hmm. build this thing and let's just don't even, let's not even focus here in, in, in Portland. Let's spend our time mm-hmm. wisely. Let's mm-hmm. do it. But literally, we wasted a whole year with false promises and do it. Do that. Come back. We will do that. Come back. Now here. And it's and just a run around. Like, we know. And, mm-hmm. We now know that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why you've helped build. So many initiatives here in Oregon, yes, including participating in this podcast to try to help other entrepreneurs and save them the headache and the hassle and mm-hmm. yeah. waste the time of going to the wrong places yeah. at the wrong and time. Just chasing it, it's your just, tail. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think one of the one of the um, one of like, and this is not to sound cynical, but maybe it is a little bit cynical. Um, people in power like to see people jump through hoops for them. Yes. They want to exert power um, on other people. Mm-hmm. And typically people with money have the power. So 
I mean, it makes sense that they would have you, you know, running around like crazy, yeah. proving yourself. And Absolutely. then in the end, be like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, um, so, you know, not today, yeah. but maybe, uh, you know, jump 20 feet higher. Exactly. And then, and then we'll maybe, talk. maybe, no, no, and then we'll maybe talk. we'll talk. Yeah, and then we'll start to talk again. Yeah, the last um, time that it happened to me, I, 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 I got out of that so mad. Like I did it again. I'm so stupid. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, mm -hmm. you do it once, fool. You know, mm -hmm. shame on you. Do the second time, shame on me. It's like, come on. You knew this was going to happen, but I went. But there no, you're an eternal optimist. Let's let's spin it around. No, no, no. You I'm, just I'm thought, getting more callous. Okay, so now, but, and then now you're oh, being yeah. a little more cynical, realistic. Is like, yeah. no, I am not going to waste time on this because I'd rather focus my time on this and other this, thing that has yeah. a higher probability of giving of me some sort of return yeah. or success versus wasting time here and the probability that I'm going to be told oh uh, nice try but not today yeah with that what's the worst piece of advice that that you've gotten oh man that's a good question and that's um, sylvia's by the way <laughs> answer your questions yeah that's I a good mean, question i don't know i try to just like i just try to not listen to the bad advice and not remember the bad advice because it's in the end Whatever I'm going to put my attention towards uh -huh. is what's going to come into my existence. So with that, I I don't really remember. Yeah. But there was like, was there any kind of advice that you didn't know was horrible advice? And then you listen, and then you're like, oh my god, what was I thinking? Yeah, I just gave you mine. I, you know that this yeah. venture friend called me again, and I was like, mm -hmm. here I go, pre prepare. Takes a lot of time and effort, and then I go like, god damn, I'm so stupid. Oh yeah, I just did it again. I'm like, oh, that's yes. on me. It's just like, Jesus. I'm like, what is wrong? I, I wanted to slap myself so hard sure. that day. Oh, that I've had those like, moments. I've had so many of those moments. Um, I think probably engaging with clients that are toxic. <laughs> <laughs> to put it like to put it bluntly, yeah. um, like the the clients that are just overly demanding, um, nothing kind of seems to please them. The more mm. you give, the more they take. Um, and each time, I'm like, well, if I give more, then maybe maybe they'll be they'll fine. just they'll be content or they'll be happy at this point. But you know, you you give an inch, they take a mile type of yeah, thing, and uh, so that that was, you know, there's the the advice of the clients always right or keep your clients happy. Um, that's kind of really crappy advice because if the client is treating you poorly or if the client is, um, you know, exhibiting toxic behaviors, that advice no longer applies. Apply, it right. does not apply anymore. It doesn't matter how much money they're giving you, you cannot. Keep them happy. Give, yeah. yeah, you can't keep It's time them for happy. another kind of breakup. Client yes. uh, breakup. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's real. You know, it's hard. Nobody really talks about it, but it's very real. You need to protect your energy so that you can go out and do the things that you want to do in the world. No, love that advice. I mean, I actually saw my dad and his company many, many years ago. I witnessed him firing a client. Mm -hmm. Over the phone. I mean, mm -hmm. he's just like, he, granted, you know, shout out to my my, my dad, yeah. amazing Ooh. businessman. But wow, he uh, he was a very explosive situation. Like, holy shit, you just, I'm gonna say, you just fired Hoover. 
you know, the, mm -hmm. the, the it's a big line. Yeah. Uh, and washers and dryers. Sí, sí, sí. You just fired them on the phone. Holy shit. <laughs> but I think what Naya said is yeah. super important, Absolutely. especially as an entrepreneur, even more as a solopreneur, about projecting your energy. Yeah. Because you, it's all you have. Mm -hmm. And the business depends on your energy being at a certain Absolutely. level. And, 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 and I if remember this is the, draining the, it like the, a... The, but yeah, and, and, and the like Arabs a Hoover like, vacuum. Look, it, it, you know, it's not worth it, he said. It doesn't no. matter how much money, how much work, it's not it's worth it. It's definitely not he worth said, it. And I, and I saw like, it's like, well, if you just exploded, like, like, in, in, like what? And he, he wasn't like that. So, if you, yeah, it's definitely not not worth it. I didn't understand that for a while. But uh, but now ideas is like yeah no 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 amount of money is worth it. I would love to, to see the that. data on no. what happened after he fired Hoover, how his business. Like he kept going up. Uh, yeah, he went kept going up, up because right you know, after yeah, you lose, I mean, he stopped I, I'm wasting sure, time. You know, it was a big boom. client, so it, it dipped for a little bit. But and okay, then, let's go get another client. Mm -hmm. And then because the, the or quality he got of the maybe work, four clients because the energy that this one specific client was taking out of him was enough to keep. Four clients yeah, no, happy. No, business kept, kept mm -hmm. going. So uh, it, it was, yeah. The show kept going on. Must yeah. go on. It, 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 didn't it does not stop. No. That's the thing. So that <laughs> it only stops when you when you when you throw in the rag, basically. Yeah, you know, like that's, that's with, especially for business. Like you can keep holding on, and you yeah. can keep losing money, and you can continue running your company and taking out loans, and you know, it doesn't stop until you until pull you the say, plug. I'm done. Exactly. Yeah. You're the last one to, it to will turn continue. off the light. Exactly. It will always continue yeah. until you call it, um, and that's a very dangerous and exciting place to be to like <laughs> live in is <laughs> it can be non-stop work that's yeah. what i'm trying to convey you know so, and so, so have, you, have you faced that decision of firing a client and say like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah i remember it very vividly and uh yeah i did the firing it was so it was a very interesting point um so it was my very first client they were awesome you know they helped me start my company Basically, it was a huge contract, awesome, awesome, uh, you know, situation, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work with these people. Um, but it just became more and more dominant, right? And mm -hmm. I think that it had to do with maybe age difference and, you know, and he he was, like, kind of playing this whole, like, well, I'm, like, your uncle, you know, I'm, like, your family member, and I'm giving you advice, and this is how you should do things. Creepy. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, a little creepy. Also, patriarchal. Yeah, patriarchal. Condescending. Con yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's true. I didn't really <laughs> think about it. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, he cares about me, right? But, like, yeah, now thinking back on it, it was probably like a power trip. Anyways, so um, things weren't going smoothly, like R&D typically does go very rocky anyways um his anger started to show and he started to have outbursts at my my engineers and and um he never had an anger outburst at me but i would hear about it and i would have to go do damage control not only damage control on the client side but damage control on, on team. my team side right because oh. it's very sensitive like this there shouldn't be any um, emotion there is always emotion in business but there shouldn't be that emotion when you're doing engineering work or, mm -hmm. pro or it's projects data. there's facts it's numbers there's no 
Feelings. Exactly. And That's the beauty about engineering. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yes. So um, anyway, so I was at Purdue University. I was doing a very important meeting on one of our biggest proposals. And he was, this client was livid about something. I don't really remember what it was. It was something typically what he would get mad about was just pretty insignificant things. Mm-hmm. So he calls me. I answer the phone. I'm walking to the meeting. I'm walking into a very important meeting. And he just starts screaming at me on the phone right when I answer. I was like, hello. And then he just starts. And then I say, I can't hear you when you're screaming. I can't understand what you're saying. If you want to talk to me, stop yelling. Click. Hung up the phone. I wasn't going to engage because I had to. I had to keep myself Composed, composed for an important meeting. <clears throat> exactly. So he calls again, you hung up on me. Da, da, da. Click again. <laughs> then he calls me again. I was like, is it going to be different this time? I don't know. Maybe it is. Take a deep breath. I said, hello. And he's like, hi, Naya. You know, calm voice. Oh, I'm not going to yell. Um, just want to let you know that I'm very upset about this. And I said, well, I really like I I can't have you speaking to me like this. I can't have you speaking to my employees like this. And I think it's just best if we part ways right now. And he's like, I don't think you want to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, let's talk about it later. I'm walking into a big meeting and then we can cover it. But just think about what I said. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hung up the phone. And... I really wanted to leave it on good terms because you leaving, never know. Yeah. you never know. And also there is no reason to be on bad terms with any human being as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like I think that there's always a way to be amicable about expressing yourself and walking away from a situation. So yeah, yeah that's, that's why. Wow. So in the end it turned out well in the end we left in good terms and that's awesome. yeah. And so the door is open. Maybe. I mean, on for your side. me, yeah. no, no. I closed that door. I locked it up. <laughs> Remember learning lessons? Yes. This is, come on. we got to learn the lesson. You know, uh, but I see him as a human being like, now yeah. and not yeah. as a threat and not as like a, yeah. So, Edgar, yeah. No. 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 God, I'm no. just the eternal optimist. No. You're, you're right. But then it piso contigo and you're like, okay. Okay. No. no. Oh, no, no. Not that, no. Because por eso. No, no. Because I, I do on. have a very short fuse for, for things. Like if you scream at me. I'm gonna drive and I'm six one two hundred. I'm gonna go strangle you. <laughs> so people, yes, there's you yeah, know you don't scream at me. So you, See, people listen. You, you don't come you know, because I will no, find yeah, you. Man. Naya I was way you. more pacific, yeah. p- pacifica. She just hung up the phone. I know. Yeah, and then ended know, the relationship. I'm just like my way dad. Way more diplomatic. I'm like you yell at me. I'm gonna yell, but, and then I'm gonna go look for you. And we're yeah. going to find out who, yeah. She's like, <laughs> foreign relations, you're like I know. Secretary of Defense. Yes, totally. Bolton, John Bolton. War. John Bolton. Like, don't, don't. Don't. Wait, isn't that like Liam ne- ne- yes. Nielsen? Yeah. What is it, Liam Nielsen? Ne- yeah. I will find, find you. you. I, will. Uh, I don't know how, but I will find <laughs> you. And I will kill you. And I will kill you. No. Oh, my husband's going to be so happy. Okay, our engineer is ready to like kick we're us ready. out of this room. Yes. <laughs> but it's been a great ch- chat, great uh, catching In up with studio. you, Naya. Yes. Thank you. With Naya. Thank you. Dr. It's, it's been awesome. Naya. 
Doctor Zárate. Doctor Zárate. Sí, por favor, por favor. Doctor Zárate. Doctora. She said like it sounds Sarate. so intimidating, so I'm softening it. Doctor Naya. Uh, I like to be intimidating, actually. <laughs> That's why she wears the heels. That's why yes. I wear. On top of that, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jenny. and hopefully you know to you know to have you in a year or two and keep us mm-hmm. you know keep us updated. Yeah, no, I would love to. Um, let me know also any type of information on the government side that you need. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, and happy Friday, everyone. Thank oh, you. Also, oh. I just want to shout out. Um, there is a LTX Latinx. Um, conference going on in Oakland, San Francisco yeah. oh, yes. next week. It's a huge event. And there's the um, Tecaria that's also going to be very present in mm-hmm. this um, event. Brought to you by Kapoor Capital, our partners for the Startup Week in Latino. Ooh, Shout out to yes. Lily Gangas. All right. Thank you so much for Wonderful. all you do, you know, not only in the Bay Area, but, you know, throughout I the nation. I heard today was National Taco Day. Is that true? I don't know. Every day for us is Taco Day. So Okay, good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> tacos sound great. Fish tacos. Well, But yeah, so Oakland, San Francisco, go there. Next week. Yeah, and we'll be posting it on our social media. Wonderful. Thank you, everybody. Happy Friday. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Support for today's episode comes from our friends at Ruby Receptionist. For small businesses like yours, nothing is more valuable than real human interaction. It's why two out of three mobile web searches for those ready to buy end in a phone call to a business. Together, you and Ruby transform your phone into the sales engine it was meant to be. Start setting your business apart today. Visit callruby.com slash startupradio to sign up or better yet, call them at 833-861-8100 and use promo code startupruby. Tell them Claudia and Edgar sent you. You've been listening to the Latino Founder Hour podcast. El programa Latino Founder Hour es grabado en las instalaciones de NetSpace en el estudio Bigfoot Podcast en la hermosa ciudad de Portland. Our audio engineer, mixer, and podcast editor is Alain Beausoleil. Diseñador de logo, Carolyn Main. Our network logo was designed by Jessica Chan. Diseñador de sitio web, Cameron Grimes. Our production assistant is Chelsea Lancaster. Tema de música, Funning and Sunning, de Kevin McLeod. Cree en ti mismo. Sueña en grande y confía en el universo. De Marta Leticia y Silvia Romero. 